Those aren't toys. <laughs> collectible figures. Memorabilia. Those are collectible figures. Memorabilia. That are memorable BBs. Totally different than toys. They, toys are something be... I think you play with. It's a trinket buffet. It hear is. That? Hear that? You're a toy. <laughs> trinket buffet. I like a that. A trinket buffet oh. is good. The tr <laughs> trinket buffet. All a go kart. Living in mental hospitals for eight years. This is Professor Feather. This is the Midnight Gadfly Lotion. This is Dr. Ultra Healing Head. And this is Mint in the Box Blue Fez Bond. And you are listening to That's kind of weird. Oh, fellow inmates, fellow inmates, welcome to another therapy session. Tonight, we're going to go digging deep into our collective childhood. Not that we've ever left it. By any means, obviously, uh, as we can see with the blue feds. Well, we are going to talk about something near and dear to our hearts. And, and now as we've gotten older, probably more so our, our wallets. And uh, we are going to talk about toys. Our favorite toys growing up or toys that we like now. And uh, we're going to just have a great time. So sit around the campfire, sing Kumbaya, grab your favorite toy. Give it a kiss, tell it that you love it, and let's get on with some therapy. So I, I know that we all have something uh, that we want to talk about, and I know, and, and Blue Fez, I, I'm going to, I thought, well, do I, do I call on you first? Do I make you wait? I don't want you exploding all over the place, and I know you could do the, a whole session on toys, so I'm going to call upon you, Blue Fez, to talk about some of your favorite toys well I can't, I can't imagine why you'd want to start with me i'm not sure why so i appear over my little my little uh my three wise men here of Migo. uh so yeah and i and i and it's it's interesting that you chose this because i think uh the kids growing up in the 70s i i think and this you know this is just my opinion i i think we were i think as just when you think of toys in general, I, I think they really started to gain traction as far as, you know, what they were putting out to kids, like in the 50s and 60s. And I think the 70s is where I think, you know, toy what they did with toys really kind of hit its zenith. And the three of us here in the uh, the group here, huh. I think we, we were kids in, during that time because what we saw was the, the introduction of the sort of licensed toy um, theme. And there was a leader in that in that space, and that was the Mego Corporation. 
which was founded in 1954, but didn't really take off until 1972 when they got the option to license uh, DC and Marvel comic characters, which is unheard of these days. But back then, they managed to snag it, and they started producing a line of what you would consider action dolls, eight inches tall. Um, and they were using a previous line that they created called the Action Jackson line, which was sort of a kind of a low-cost, smaller competitor to G.I. Joe, the big 12-inch G.I. Joe. Kung Fu um, Grip. With the exactly with the with the lifelike beard, the kung fu grip, and the the talking mechanism. So they they used what they uh, created on Action Jackson, and then applied it applied the DC and Marvel license to it. They started with Superman, Batman, Robin, inexplicably Aquaman. Okay, sure, why not? Seaman, um, Seaman, Cap <laughs> Captain America, <laughs> Spider Man, and I believe Tarzan. That was like the first set, and Tarzan. They, yeah, I know, right? They're eight inches tall, cloth costumes. You know, they had some accessories, you know, boots and whatever and stuff like that, belts. Um, but it put that company at the top, like in a short amount of time. By in the early seven, early to mid, and moving into the later seventies, Mega was the top toy maker in may the I, United States. May I ask a question? A Absolutely. geeky question? Oh no. no. What was the articulation on these? Make uh, if I remember correctly, 15 points of articulation. Ah, yeah, not bad. <laughs> yeah, and uh, again, uh, Dr. Head's probably going to regret having me go first because I know entirely too much about this. Um, but the the Mego line, uh, for me, that was, I think, and there was a lot of good stuff in the 70s. I'm, I'm not knocking any of the other, uh, you know, Star Wars, Six Million Dollar Man, another great one, stuff and like that, but. The Mego line for me was just like the epitome of, of of toys. I could not get enough of this stuff. And and they were pretty cheap, weren't they? I mean, they for the time. Three bucks. Three dollars. Yeah. And the one thing that worked to their advantage, the uh, 60s Batman TV show was back in syndication, was being shown <laughs> in the afternoon. So you had a whole new audience of kids watching this stuff. Yeah. And, and Mego took advantage of that. They they put Batman and Robin out. You got the Batcave playset, <laughs> the Batmobile, the Batcopter, the Bat Cycle. And for me, I I couldn't get enough of this stuff. And it, it's just I, I have such a a fond memory of just taking these things out in the front yard and they're they're climbing the trees and, you know, you, you got the Justice League, except we didn't have the Green Lantern or Flash. I didn't get that. But I mean, I we, my brother and I would spend hours just in the backyard. Or I'd go to my friend's house and just have to pull these things out and we play. And then Miko built on it in 74 by doing the Planet of the Apes line, which was another great line. It was like, <laughs> oh, it's like, oh, my God, you guys, they, they just they just kept nabbing these licenses that hit like lightning. And then they did Star Trek, the original Star Trek series and, and Wizard of Oz. And it was like, it's like these guys couldn't do any wrong. And then and then on top of that, in the lesser tier um, stuff that they produced, they did a series of mad monsters based on the universal monsters, the the four big ones, their their versions of it. Uh, they had a, a, cow, a Western line, uh, medieval knights, pirates. I mean, yeah, they, these guys were just they were the kings of, of licensed properties in the 70s. And it was just, you know. I mean, every, every, you know, you got to think like birthdays and Christmases, man. It was just like, what do you want? <laughs> Mego. That's all. He just, <laughs> just put Mego on it. And, and then right before Star Wars hits, they did um, the deal with Takara 
uh, to do the Micronaut line, which was another great toy line, um, you know, for the, the smaller action figures. But yeah, I, I got to say the the whole, yeah, Mego, and I, I've spent a ridiculous amount of money rebuilding my collection more than I probably should. But I just, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just, you know, sometimes I, I, I go when I, if I peruse the toy, the toy aisles now, I just kind of look at it and I'm like, ah, oh, man, it just seems like a lot of crap. I mean, it was, it, I don't want to get on the, oh, it was simpler and better back then. But I mean, you know, you didn't have cheaper. 12, yeah. Cheaper. You right. You didn't have 12 variations of Batman. Oh, look, he's in his jungle armor. He's in his ar- Arctic armor. No, you had this guy right here, his cloth costume. You ran him in the mud. He got dirty. You put the one. Yeah. He, he's hanging out in his bat shorts and you put stuff in the laundry. And, you know, when it was done, he was back out fighting crime. So, yeah. Migo. Migo, baby. Migo. <laughs> well, there's a key for me. It's, you, it was usable. You used it, you know? You, you played yep. with it. It was a yep. toy. You played yep. with it. G.I. Joe. I like that. I like that. G.I. Right. Joe. Yeah, Tar played with G.I. Joe's quite oh, a bit, didn't you, Tar? Uh, no, not really. Uh, <laughs> sure, Tar. I had a couple. I did. I had a space see? capsule, which yeah, I thought see. was cool. Oh, yeah, that, that was, was that set. was pretty cool. That was a awesome like that. set. Uh, what else did I have? Oh, I had a, uh, it was a Lost in Space toy, but the, it was like a styrofoam Jupiter 2. But there was like a track, like a tube track that you would lay out. And then you had the chariot that had a battery, it was battery operated, but but you made it change direction by pushing this air plunger and it would push up, push up the chariot so it would go onto another track Supposedly, (laughs) but anyway, yeah, that was lost in space. Uh, I I remember having Major Matt Mason. Oh yeah, that's a good one. I really like those. Those were cool. That was a little bendy, the like kind of bendy style figure. Yeah, but they had some. Yeah, it was. I was really into space stuff. That I had like a. There was like a. I remember having. I don't even know what it was, but it was like a. a, Looked like half a moon. That was your play base. And he had like all these really cool little that's no moon <laughs> plastic spacemen, but then you had like all these cool little plastic vehicles that you would put together. It was really neat. And, and then you had that like a little hand crank that had like a a satellite that would go over that would go around. <laughs> it was cool. At the time it was cool. But anyway. Sixties, I thought between growing up in the sixties and getting that kind of stuff, I that was just so cool. And then the monsters were in there too. It was just fun stuff. Yeah. Anyway, that's my toy experience. Yeah, the the Migos were great. Uh, I agree. I had tons of them, but I would uh, I would then modify them because like I I loved uh, Wonder Man from the Avengers. Yeah. So I turned Superman into nice. Wonder Man by making little paper glasses for him. Oh, cool. and, yeah. So, and I even, uh, I found like the, his, his, uh, later iteration when he has the red, like safari jacket, mm-hmm. I had a, um, um, a GI Joe jacket that, you know, I markered over with, with a marker that was red cause it was originally tan and put that all together. And then I had Wonder Man nice. there you go. and awesome. I had the GI Joes too, because my neighbor who, when we lived in Ottakee, Ohio, he lived just down the road, and um, he was going into high school, and he's like, I got to get rid of these dolls. <laughs> so, so he gave 
my brother and I, I mean, there was like 20 G.I. Joes, different characters with like 40 different outfits. They had like all flock hair. Base. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The real hair. And yeah. They had like shit tons of articulation. Half the time you're like going, wait, which way is this arm supposed to go? <laughs> uh, and those were. G.I. Yeah, Joe was pretty cool. I thought. They, I mean, they really were. I, yeah. I liked how big the, the whole thing was. And going back to the cloth clothing, you know, you had to take them off if you wanted to fix them or, you but, know, they come with other outfits. So you had to redress them or whatever you had okay. to do. Yeah. Well, that's but, what made it realistic is the G.I. Joe outfits. I but mean, they were cool, you know, like and the, the hair. space they were. outfit or the yeah, the hair. And that hair. Yeah. I had both of the, the ones with the rigid grip and I had the ones that had the, the talking with the, the pull the string out and had different colors uh, at the oh, string. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you pull to the red <laughs> and it had You only go green. so far. Yeah, and then the, the kung fu grip, and but you know, with the GI Joe, I had tons of outfits. And what was so cool is that they came with like a little mess kit, which had yeah, a yeah. fork and a knife oh, and yeah. a little yeah. spoon. They did, and it strapped together. And uh, you're part of the action team when GI Joe in the later yeah. mid seventies became the action team. You know, had a little backpack, like a rigid plastic backpack yeah. that you could store stuff in. Yeah. And like you could get like, you know, if you had the the pillow or the sleeping bag, it would fit on, on the on the back. But it had a compass. You know, a, a compass? Dear God, a compass! It could work. And I had the I had the one that had the uh, what was it the ATV with the Egyptian? Yeah, had the mummy and all that stuff. I had, I had the ATV, too. but I didn't have the mummy because I got it as a uh, my neighbor across the street was like in the in the same position where like with with you, Gadfly, yeah. where he was too old for it. He sold me a shit ton of GI Joe stuff, like six Joes. And I got the ATV. I got a helicopter, um, but then I had I had a tank. Also, it wasn't a GI Joe tank, but it was a pretty good size tank. Joe could fit in it. And then I had the, the a jeep which pulled a trailer with a fifty caliber okay, machine yeah. gun. And I had like the, the the raft that could inflate and like the mm. repelling equipment. I'm like, my God, I had GI Joe stuff out the wazoo. Yeah, and it was just the best. I think one of the issues I had in the 70s was there was no standard size for the dolls or the action figures. So, no, no. so like you had six million dollar man came out. Right. And you yeah. could look through his eye and yeah. mm-hmm. roll Still up his that. bionic sleeve. Yeah. But he was fucking huge. Like he was bigger than everything I else loved I it. had. I loved yeah. that. Yeah. But it just was I'm like, how's he going to play bigger with than a- I became disappointed when everything yeah. shrunk down. I was just like, ah. Well, but was he bigger than G.I. Joe? Oh, yeah. He was bigger than G.I. Joe. And then I had uh, Big Jim. Oh, yeah. remember Big Jim? <laughs> With the karate chop, you could push yeah. his back. And, and, yeah, flex. And yeah. he'd snap that band right off, you know. Yeah. Um, but he was like a whole head shorter than Barbie. So, yeah. you know. Barbie like thought he was, he was that big. <laughs> Frank, Franco Colombo. Or he was like Barbie was standing on her tippy toes. He was like the Tom Cruise of, of action <laughs> figures. Yeah. Well, as far as like Miko, I, I had a – did Miko have a 12-inch Batman line? Because I had a Batman that had a removable cowl. and you could, The gloves always came off on the small ones, but the cowl came off and the cape. Uh, not, like I, I don't remember Miko making a removable cowl back. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. But I had I had the remote control, like a radio-controlled um, – bat cycle mm. you know but my Migo was more like i had more of the planet of the apes stuff i had the fortress and the tree yeah. house <laughs> yeah. you know and um and then kenner 
Kenner brought out and was it 1973 or two, two maybe, uh, Evil Knievel. Oh, oh uh, yes. At, yes. Actually, I was, I was never into Evil Knievel. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't mean to correct Doctor Head. That's actually ideal. Came out with ideal. Oh, sorry. Well, hey, it's okay. I, I, um, I, I'm telling you, I know far too much about this stuff. No, no, it's good. It's good. I just remember playing it and getting oh. it, and I still have my original. Yep. Skype, you know, cycle from when I was a kid in the box. It won't work because it's been you know played too much. But I have a chopper that still works. And then recently, California Creations just came out with. They they brought back. Unlike playing Mantis, which brought out in the nineties a, a yeah. Knievel bike that sucks. Yep. It just it was yes. shit. Yes, the the new California Creations, it's based on the original molds and at least for the cycle, it's a heavy duty cycle. The figure is a little smaller than I think than the other Knievel. Um, but you know, it's still great fun to play with. Is it still bendy? Yeah, it is still bendy. Yeah. But awesome. it doesn't stay bent. You have to have them standing up on the bike and the helmet is a little too big. It just flies right off. Oh, that's not so. That, well, that happened no. every time. Oh, my God. Next, so that's good. <laughs> I was so, say, he could break something. <laughs> you know, so I, I got I to gotta glue that helmet on. Actually, what I'm going to do is just. That's uh, what he's. Uh, it's my original said. figure. I'll use this bike with my original Knievel figure. And that's going to be the best of both worlds. I'll know. tell you, the thing I loved about the evil Knievel, I think for me, it was getting the bike on the crank stand and cranking that mofo like you're like i'm sending this thing down to the next block and you're just like and you're like let it go and you're watching it and you're like oh there go oh oh crap here comes a car oh god oh, no. in the ditch uh, in the ditch a truly death-defying jump yeah uh, i had i also had the sky cycle mm. and i actually took it to my cousin's house that lived in akron and there was about a six foot maybe maybe six foot ditch and I'm like, yeah, Knievel's going to jump this. <laughs> Looks like he did the Snake River Canyon. So, and uh, about the same results. <laughs> you know, hit, the ramp, hit the ramp at about two feet and plop, you know, right in the middle of the, of the creek. <laughs> Wonderful. That was always good with toys. You were sure. talking about re repurposing them later on. You know, you'd have like all these toys that were disassembled or whatever happened to them, but then reassemble them later. Did anybody do this? With, Besides, with, with Sean, my, you did that. With yeah, you're Superman. With the no, Micronauts where you could pull micronauts. them apart and reassemble them. with. No, but I'm taking like different toys together, putting, making yeah, sure. other toys yeah, out of other of toys. I did yeah. that out of the Mark's Toy Soldiers. Mm. You know, I, would, I was the kid who blew them up and did things to them and and uh, some of them. And I would take like the head off of one and put a machine gun sticking out of it, you know, or weird stuff like that but that's what assembled like, toys yeah it was yeah we had so uh, like put models together but you're using bits of other toys yeah it was whatever do you remember those uh japanese plastic robots they had like three or four different versions of them where you could shoot missiles out of them they were shogun warriors yeah they were huge they were about 20 inches yeah. tall, yeah. We, had, tall. we had two of them mattel they do you remember great. which ones you had? Do you remember which the I had the I had the one that had like the helmet that had the spaceship that came out of it, like it fit in there, and then it would come up and it would fly off. Gangzing or wait, very And he could shoot out of his hands. I think he had missiles. There was like a Raydeen, and I had a Mazinga. Mazinga had the the rockets that came out of his yeah, of his hands. Yeah, they had a Godzilla know. too, didn't they? Yes, yes, they, they Godzilla did. Godzilla and a Rodan. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. let me tell you, as a parent. I looked at those and thought, why in the 
fuck would we give a kid those things? Because they were so pointed. I mean, look at those. Look at those. Holy moly. As a parent, you're looking at that saying, yeah, that's a cool toy. But, man, what if he trips? <laughs> yeah. You're uh, also talking, my brother and I would take matches and wrap foil around the tips and shoot them at each other because you could light them <laughs> on and they become rockets that's like, awesome shit, man dirt dirt clawed fights i man i probably could have lost an eye several times you know oh hell yeah yeah so, so, yeah, so we had the shogun warriors and they would sit inside while we threw dirt clods at each other <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to break those yeah it <laughs> just yeah, those yeah, were, and then those rockets launched everywhere you know it was a matter yeah, of like, trying to those. remember where they all went they were gone yeah very quickly does yeah. anyone remember? I had a, uh, it was called the Time Machine. And it was, uh, or strange. Anyway, the idea was they came with like these little plastic cubes, you know, different colors and stuff. And then, you know, and you put it in the little oven that it came with. And it, they would unfold into these like creatures, you know, they, it was some dinosaurs, others were just like monsters and stuff. And you take them back out and then you could, uh, or heat them back up, and then you could put them into a. Uh, they had like a little compactor, and squish them back up into squares again. Oh, that's oh. cool. Yeah. yeah, it was oh. a strange change machine or something like that. Strange time machine oh. or. Oh wait, I remember oh. strange change machine. That was, that one's that one sounds. Cool. Is sounds that like, what it is? I think so. But it had like some dinosaurs, some science fictiony looking little <laughs> monsters. That it was kind of cool because you you know. But anyway, being a little kid, this thing would get hot. <laughs> just, so you, you're given like these electrical heaters and you're throwing shit on it to heat up and stuff. It's like making creepy crawlers or something. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like an, you know, you're, exactly you're, you're right. baking this like rubbery substance, you know. Shrinky I think dicks. I had, I had a creepy dicks. one. Did you, anybody else have those? Yeah. The, the little, we had to fill it with the goop. Yeah, the creepy crawlers. And, and my cousin had one where he actually, he was... You could make like little cars, like a Hot Wheel or Matchbox. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cars. yeah he did that. And I was like, because oh, I could make the creepy crawlers and he was making cars. I'm like, well, this is just awesome. I mean, you know, Hot Wheels. I had like 100 Hot Wheels, you know. I mean, that was just yeah. Hot essential. Essential. Car. Oh, what were you talking going back to robots? What was that? One Christmas, what were they called? Zeroids or something like that. There was three of them. Oh, nice. There was a, a blue. Zeroids, yeah. A blue, brown, and I can't remember the other one. But anyway, yeah, those were pretty cool. I had an old robot when I was about five or six. It was probably about a foot tall, and it had these little discs that had like jagged, oh. like like designs on the back. You put it in the back, and it would it would <laughs> kind of make the robot do patterns on the floor and walk yeah. around. And you put drops of oil, and it's and it, and it had a, like a little pipe or smoke stack and like smoke would come out of its head and i i can still <laughs> smell that that sweet oil <laughs> smell and i'm like oh my god that, like the, that was the coolest I'm, yeah i remember getting that that was awesome good guy mark turn that off that stinks <laughs> <laughs> like no I love okay, it. Mom. <laughs> yeah is, is that a bong that. <laughs> yeah. nice but uh well we have not heard from too much from Professor Feather. Feather, would you like to to uh, talk about a, a fun toy you you might have remember playing with or demolishing at some time? We were talking about you know action figures um, when I was a kid. 
when I was young. We had these little plastic molded soldiers. They were, what, four, five inches tall, you know? And you get these armies of them. And we would take one army on one side of the living room. And then my friend would take an army on the other side. And we'd have, like, marbles and things like that that we could roll. And we would position our guys, you know, and then yeah. we had to move up and roll these things to knock them off and then they're dead. And that, that was, you know, a big deal when I was, when I was a kid. But the thing I really remember, and this goes back to even you guys to a degree, but only a little earlier, I had, I got for Christmas one time, this really cool little diorama play thing that was Star Trek. And it had, it had all the major characters, and it even had a teleporter where you put the guy in the teleporter. Oh, yeah. turned it, it was around. a final bridge. It was a bridge. Yeah. yeah. That bridge. Yeah, yeah yes. that's that's the Mego yes. set. Is that Was that Mego? Yeah, that I'm Migo. a Mego yeah. guy. Ah, I didn't know that. Back there, yeah. we, didn't, we didn't care what it was called. It was just cool as hell, you know? Yeah. And had hours of fun with that, you know, with that. Oh, and yeah, the, the transporter thing, was awesome. Yes, yeah, I love that. And, the only, and then the other thing I got that I really liked – um, we were big because we lived in the country. We had to amuse ourselves a lot. And my uncle gave us these two really big boxes one time. So we put them in the basement and made them into a, like a spaceship. Mm-hmm. And it was a really elaborate spaceship. And we had all the drawings. Everything. It was just really cool. Very cool the way we did it. And we spent hours doing this. And then I got, I think for my birthday, I got uh, the Man from Uncle set. Oh, it nice. was like a gun. I had yeah. a, a James Bond. Yeah, yeah it was like the. I got the James Bond but i had the, the man from uncle one and you know we would play in this in this spaceship go to other places and and you know i would have my gun and i think he had like you know a, a, you know, a gun from some some uh, western probably you know but that's what i remember uh you yeah. know for toys um i i really like the idea of the the combination they became props you for know? other things and, yeah. Well, yeah you know and, you know the the i like that you, know, you look back on that and think that was kind of cool that you know take the time and effort to do something like that and you know but then to turn around on the other side and have that star trek little diorama that's almost mm-hmm. you know intact and unto itself you know that's, See, really- that's how i remember stuff like you know doing things like that you'd have the mm-hmm, package right. toys then you'd go and whatever build that you want to do you know what i mean it, it, yeah. it was and having said that i have a whole bunch of these figures <laughs> that i've collected over the years that are you know from from different places but they're figures they're these they're i don't know what you call them what do you call them they're they're not action figures they they are articulated but they're not necessarily meant to be action figures to play with um you know um i have a bunch of those plus i just have like statues and stuff of sandman uh mm-hmm. you know things like that which is you know from a comic which is kind of a toy yeah, yeah. well it's all good i mean anything that you can, can please yourself it's just, it's you, you have you have fun with it you it's your man you know keep like imagination and i think it's what what enabled me when when toys felt more realistic not that a box couldn't become an awesome toy like like you had turned yours into feather just the, the spaceship but like the gi joe stuff because it was so realistic and it came with so many different weapons and so many different outfits and and a compass it allowed my imagination to go that much further like i could use that compass in my play like we had to go a certain way or if that repelling kit the repelling thing would shoot out from his belt you know like a harness and i could like i would wrap it around you know like a like a post going upstairs like on uh, the banner banister and i would just you know pull them up and it would just allow the the side of the the stairway became a mountain you know, and it was just, that just enabled that, 
that sense of play. Um, but but after the GI Joe, there was I think the last like major toy that I really really got into at that age. Because by the time you hit teenagers, you're, you're definitely your tastes change a little bit. But Star Wars was mm-hmm. like in '77 Christmas time, and Actually, I remember getting was a '78 that came out a year later. Yeah. That, then. Yeah. So that's that's what I remember getting, and I still have all my Star Wars toys. Uh, X Wing. Oh. I've got a, I've got a oh, Tie Fighter. Um, now my Mac, my Millennium Falcon is is a newer one from like maybe twenty years ago, but I still have all the original figures. My dog even chewed up the lightsaber on Darth Vader and <laughs> Luke Skywalker. <laughs> so they got these like all chewed up you know little little lightsabers, but um, yeah, I still have all of the stuff, you know, and, and just nostalgia. Really. That's Kenner, really. baby. That's uh, Ohio homegrown. Yeah, that's true. Yes. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They used to in Cincinnati, Ohio. In fact, Mego, they approached Mego first uh, to do the Star Wars license, but uh, Marty Abrams was in Japan negotiating for Micronauts, and uh, Kenner had an uh, office in the same building in New York City where Mego was headquartered. And since Marty Abrams wasn't there to sign the uh, agreement, they went, "Well, we'll just go over to Kenner." And Kenner's like, "Oh, oh yeah, we'll take this. History's made." put Kenner on the map that was that was huge and I I remember because the movie hits in the summer there were no toys available for Christmas 77 but what Kenner did and I don't know if anybody else remembers this they had the early bird certificate where you it was this like big like cardboard mailer it had like art of the figures on it and and the branding and everything and you had to send I think it was like 10 bucks to Kenner and it was basically a certificate that would get you the figures when they were ready. They would send them to you. And my dad had to go to Anderson's and Mommy, the original store. There's over there in Conant Street. And we're walking around. They had this huge display. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're making Star Wars. So I was like, oh, my God, this is great. And I pull it out. And I go, Mom, 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 Dad, Dad check this out. This early bird certificate. Blah, 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 blah. And it's similar to Christmas Story. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. You know, my dad's yeah. like, wait, so what is this? I'm like, well, you send them the money. And when the figures are made, they're going to send it back. And my dad's like wait a minute, so I'm spending 10 bucks on a piece of cardboard? No, put that back. We're not getting that. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I had to put it back. I just, oh, that was the longest walk of shame I remember <laughs> as, a, as, a, as a child, having to just like, and I, I milked it. I remember schlepping the entire way back to the store, like, well, let me get the early birds. I hate you. <laughs> put it back, walk over. Okay, we're going to housewares. I don't care. <laughs> but well, no toys in there for me. <laughs> with the Star Wars, the coolest figure that everybody wanted was Boba Fett, and you had to get enough like uh, yep. box tops or whatever yeah. to send that in and, and get in. it. You know, so yeah. my brother and I had to fight over who got to keep the box tops to send in to get the Boba <laughs> Fett figure, yeah. and it ended up being like, it, God damn it, it was like a timeshare. So you know. You get it on these days. I get it on that those days. You know, every other holiday, you get it and, this Christmas. I get it next Christmas. And then there was the the debacle over the firing missile. They 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 borked it at the last minute because there were all those lawsuits from the um, Mattel Battlestar, Battlestar Galactica. Galactica. Line. Yeah, yeah, which was great. Those toys were awesome. Those Cylon yeah. fighters and all the you know the the missiles came out fantastic. Kids we knew not on. to eat them. We weren't freaking <laughs> stupid. Yeah, natural can't, selection. You, you can't be jerks. So. They, <laughs> yeah. they go in your nose. You don't eat them. Yeah. We, uh, right. When I was younger, 
I built an entire city at one end of my bedroom um, out of Legos and Lincoln Logs oh, that was supposed yeah. to be for all the Hanna-Barbera characters. So I literally had these books that had a picture, little pictures of them in the back that I cut out, and like, and I, then I'm like, I, they kept falling apart, so I would put uh, nail, clear nail polish on them mm. so they would stay, and then I just had them <laughs> set up all around. This is this is the Flintstones house. This is, it was stupid. It just it sat down there, you know. I had roads. I had to get rocks to make the roads, pathways, and stuff. Um, now I, I I disagree. I don't think that was stupid at all. I no, think like, that, that sounds pretty, awesome. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. It, it I, was, but but it, your mind, it was that you were you knew what it was, and and it, it yeah. You know, I, I I could see it. I'm like, yeah, and I, then, I totally got it. But then the dog pissed on it, <laughs> and that was it. Piss stones. Meet the piss stones. <laughs> Terror and dog. Which town. dog was that? <laughs> it was um, Zeke. Zeke. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Zeke, did like, Zeke, Zeke did like to pee on things. <laughs> and, yeah, he Who doesn't? Was, yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't? I do <laughs> like to rain on your parade, sir. <laughs> golden rain, golden rain. Oh, yeah. Now, now, Fez, you had mentioned. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was go just going to say fine. the one other big thing that I loved in the 70s was slot car racing. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So, hey, that, that came from my generation. <sighs> yeah. um, slot cars. Oh, when I was young, yes. I Slot cars were to die for. Yeah. You know, when they came out, we had this beautiful track. Oh, yeah. And I remember, no, that's where you got that love from there, uh, Gadfly. Do you remember yeah. those bigger cars? The bigger cars that had the, the, the wire brushes that you had to keep mm. fluffed up? Yeah. Tar was a good fluffer. He was a fluffer. <laughs> they hurt. They were, the, they were like little uh, metal brushes. But anyway. Yes. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Get, yeah. Yeah. They were a little yeah. bigger. They weren't the HOs. They were the bigger cars. Yeah. Yeah. The tiny scale. But then, the, you know, the cars would run for a while and you get that smell. The motors would get yes. hot. The ozone, yeah, ozone. Smell it. There was a smell that, that ozone smell yeah. to those to those engines. And, and, uh, Later on, as a teenager, my friend had a slot, everything, and we used to put a piece of aluminum foil like over the engine, and then we would we would um, take a little bit of rubber cement and uh, put it on the track and then light it on fire. <laughs> 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 so, like one little spot that the cars would go through, and eventually, you know, the tires would catch on fire, you know, and the tires were burning down, and you know, it was just it was just like fire racing. It was just you know, Hot but the, the engines were safe. Yeah, because you could always buy the the new the new frames that go over top of the engine, you know, you could buy those by the, you know, and, and then you kind of style you wanted. But yeah, we, um, we got in trouble for that, but the, <laughs> you're lighting a fire in the house, <laughs> you know, but I, uh, back, Fez, you had mentioned the, the Mego made the universal monsters as well. Well, the, they the made, mommy, they made their version. They the were called Dracula, the mad the monsters. Yeah. Yeah. Frankenstein. yeah. Yep. They weren't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I remember having those, and which was another favorite of my toy. Got of the mine. Dracula. And I, yeah, I remember the uh, using some of the things in the house for not the right purposes, but they fit for the toys. We, <laughs> I, <laughs> we had a an electric hot dog cooker. It was a like, a like a container that the lid kind of slid off, and it had you could put like hot dogs 
on these like little like electrode points. Yeah. And it'll like you know, put the put the lid back on, you plug it in. Oh, I know where this is going. Like start like sparking and like cooking these hot dogs with loads of electricity. I thought, my God, this is where Frankenstein needs to go. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna bring him to life. And I remember sticking him in that hot dog cooker and turning it on, you know. <laughs> No, no fire, no, no fire, no fire. Uh, but you know, I, I do, do remember doing that quite a bit. I, I don't think, I don't think my mom was particularly happy. About we can't eat hot dogs now, but Frankenstein lives. Don't you get it? I lived in Florida in 1962. I was 12 years old, and I got a bike for my Christmas or uh, for for my birthday, which is in March, and. Uh, me and two other guys would take, we would build these model cars and we wouldn't do a great job. You know, we'd put them together pretty good, give them a decent paint job, nothing great, you know. And then we would tie them to a, a string that we would attach to the back of our bike so that it was like pulled behind us. And then we would cover them with glue and light them on fire. So then while we were driving down, you know, riding down, here's this this model car that's burning, <laughs> followed us, you know, flipping over and, you know, right <laughs> So. You're not alone, Doctor Head. No. Fire seems to play a lot in our, in our childhood plays. Oh yeah, mm, yeah. fire yeah. good. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I and I just had a flashback of a, another evil Knievel memory down in Akron again. Since the the dive into the creek wasn't successful, we we uh, we were just walking around the the neighborhood and someone had thrown out a, a, a wok, you know, like a frying wok. And um, we had the great idea to fill it with gasoline, <laughs> you know, and make our evil canals jump over this walk of fire. And, uh, you know, we, we did walk do that. Fire. The walk of fire. That's right. And we actually managed to, we all, all the canals survived that jump. But, you know, I mean, we used a lot of gasoline. And, you know, it was just, you know, this, I think what it was is the parents, one of the parents got really, you know, just big plumes of smoke and thinking, my God, the house fires. No, no, we just had this gas can. We took out of the garage and we uh, filled the walk about halfway. That seems about right. You know? <laughs> Step back. You know, oh, yeah, but that was that was awesome. Oh. Evil Knievel, walk on the kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The only thing I ever burned were army men, because uh, as soon as we'd get a pack of army men, we'd rifle through them mm -hmm. and take out the minesweeper and the medic. We're like, nobody wants this. <laughs> and so we would like cut the base in half and stick them on the rim of the the, the burn barrel. Oh god, we, my legs! We lived out we lived out in the country, so we would burn our trash. There was just a big you know big burn barrel out there, so we would just stick them on the side and watch them just slowly <laughs> melt. You know? You I always wondered what those stains were. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. It took. It would take two or three times to really get rid of them. So you'd have these little deformed guys like hanging over, hanging back, and dripping. It was great. <laughs> Kill us! Yeah. <laughs> we did this. Yeah, we did the same thing with candles, and we would like saw them up, and we we had a one of those. You get the armor personnel carriers. You know, it wasn't the scale, but we would just take all the bits and pieces and the candle wax and like stick all the heads and things on this APC. So, you know, it was like, here's this APC with all kinds of bloody limbs and heads and pieces all over it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's what they were for, you know, firecrackers oh. and gasoline. Yeah. That was our, yeah. why not? 
Um, I'd like to throw fine. in uh, I mean, bottle uh, rockets and balsa wood gliders. That's a fun experiment. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Well, that, those those balsa wood they they'd launch that bottle rocket would just carry it. Yeah. For a few seconds. Yeah, and then they'd explode. And I remember. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I we did that one summer with my friend Chris, and my dad came out. The front part of our front yard was just covered with balsa wood debris, and he just walked by, like, "What the hell is going on out here?" And we explained it, and he goes. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Go get raked from the garage and clean this up. And we're like, oh, man. Still, was, it was awesome. Then he did it again. Oh, of course. Yeah, we just moved it to the street. Parents just don't understand. Will Na- Smith was right. Neighborhood buzz bombs. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. That's great. Wow. Oh, does good times. Good times. More toy stories. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No? Okay. Uh, what a wonderful trip down memory lane. It makes me want to go and uh, try to find some of these toys again. It is. I will have my Miko Planet of the Apes one day again, and I will have my Mark's uh, toy, uh, toy Soldiers one day. One day. You know, the only Miko figure I did not get in the Apes collection was General Ursus. Mm. I think it was one of the generals because he was on a horse or something. And uh, oh, that's gonna be the him. first one I get. <sighs> anyway, I didn't get him because he was oh, on Barney get Miller. Him, <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the guy, Inspector, the Inspector? Shaved. Yes. 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 Played the general. I, I think he yeah. might be right. No, oh, he, he is right. He is yeah. right. <laughs> uh, Doctor Head, uh, keep your fingers crossed because uh, you know Migo is back, and there is rumor that they're going to uh, redo. They're going to put the Planet of the Apes figures out again. Oh, nice, nice. Well, I saw that Marvel had like the three and a half inch figures. They're coming out in two sets, two packs now. Yeah. You can you can get like the little smaller, articulate like the old like the '80s GI Joe size, yeah. like the you know four inch figures or so. Well, that's that's good to know. Good to know. Glad Migos kicking it. So, well, if, if we're all done talking about our toys, oh, I, I'm just excited now. I've gone back. What a what a trip through childhood and. I'm glad we all came through our fire and explosions on page, <laughs> except for, except for maybe a few lost toys. So, but uh, what a, what a great what a that's great why only the there. that's why the left half of my eyebrow is gone. <laughs> Did you have a toy soldier? You stuck on that? It's a war wound from when I was a kid. We'll talk about it someday. <laughs> Good. All post right. Well, post kid so- syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> Just- until next time, inmates, thank you for another session of therapy. I hope this has been healing and helpful. But if not, there's always going to be another one. Just next week, come back for more intensive therapy. Yeah, you guys want to watch me take a dump? Say! <laughs> You'll shoot your eye out. <laughs> On the Facebook. Thank you for sending all your email. 
and your letters to us. We appreciate all your email. No more naked and pictures. I'll oh, stop really? I'm not I'll, getting any of those. I'll stop sending them then. <laughs> uh, Better stop it. Yeah. <laughs> if, you <have laughs> if you have any toys you don't want, just go ahead and send them my way. We'll be happy to take them. Oh my God, not those toys. Oh my God. <laughs> Good thing I bought that case of D batteries. <laughs> Unsaneradio at gmail.com. We are on Twitter, Radio Unsane. Uh, we are on, on Facebook, Mark Justice, comma, writer, burning up the tracks there. And we freaks, that's spelled W-E-E space, F-R-E-E-K-Z. Yes. Freaks. There you go. That's on Facebook. Check them out. They're great comics. It's a panel comics, and you yeah. you can't go wrong. Every week. No. So far. Uh, they're they're uh, Blue Fez in his alter ego. Does a great job. There you go. Um, at uh, Tarn Feathers Psycho Cinema, that's all one big long phrase you have to type in to get our our uh, page on uh, uh, the Facebooks. So, but there well you go. Here's here's where you really need to go. Go to unsaneradio.com and look at the damn pretty pictures. That's all I got to say. Put them on the biggest monitor you got, and then just worship them. There you go. They are pretty awesome. Yes, yeah. they are. They're all right. For <laughs> sure. A pretty picture. Beady, beady. We're going to edit that out. <laughs> Ned, Ned, beady, beady. <laughs> oh, it's a reprise. <laughs> Jeff reprise. <laughs> <laughs>